0: Analects 1.6, the master said, as a younger brother and son, be filial at home and deferential in public. Be cautious in what you have to say and make good in your word. Broadly care for the masses, but feel a particular affection towards red persons. If you have any strength after this, improve yourself through study. So what does it mean to be filial at home and deferential in public? Filiality we've already discussed. What is deferential or what is D? This means to be respectful in public and deferential doesn't mean that you let people walk all over you parental means you don't insist on your way, you aren't acting arrogantly or boastful, or being boastful, you don't have a haughty attitude or demeanor towards other people. Of course many young persons have a kind of swagger about them and indeed a lot of young people are encouraged to have a sort of confidence that ends up becoming too much. And a lot of people uh, encourage young persons to do this. Uh, These tend to be uh, sort of scam artists in the world of improving yourself. So um, in this world of self-improvement, generally speaking, you might have these guys, uh, they're out there just saying, you know, um, have a swagger about you or, uh, you know, have this kind of arrogance and, um, display this cockiness and, uh, all sorts of things will come to you, you know, um, attractive women uh, will come to you or promotions will be given to you. This is not the way, of course, to encourage harmony in the community and to the extent where, where it does work. Uh, That's really the fault of the society at large. Persons who are like this should not be rewarded. This is socially destructive and selfish behavior. So even though it might work, that's really ultimately the fault of society's leadership. The culture should should not encourage this kind of behavior, should not reward this behavior. It shouldn't even tolerate this kind of behavior. Unfortunately you probably do have a culture or one could say that we do have a culture that does encourage and reward this sort of behavior. But ultimately uh, deferential behavior is something that will in a long-term sense benefit you. And it will benefit you because you will make less enemies, you'll have an open mind and you'll be able to pick up on a lot of things that will inform you for the later future. A lot of things that are subtle, perhaps, but in the long run, this will actually benefit you. So don't try to be short-sighted and attempt to dazzle the people around you. Don't act cocky. Don't be the source of things, and in reality, genuine confidence is not something that leads you to have a swaggering attitude throughout life. So generally you want to be deferential. Again, this does not turn you into a walking mat. You're not going to be walked all over. There are some times where we find actually Confucius being somewhat uh, sarcastic or what we could kind of generally consider to be somewhat rude, but he's doing this on purpose to particular people who themselves are not good people. And that's something that's interesting about Confucius that Mencius points out. He is the sage of appropriateness, or the sage of timeliness, in other words he does the th- right things at the proper times. In the matching situations. So sometimes it, um, sometimes uh, someone's behavior does call for being indirectly insulted. Sometimes that's the case. Sometimes a person's behavior does deserve reprimand. Sometimes a person's behavior does deserve criticism and mocking. This can be true. So being deferential in public doesn't mean That you are going to be a quote unquote nice guy all the time. There is a role for confidence. There are some situations where it calls a person to be, uh, it calls for a virtuous person to be offensive. But those times that you depart from deferential behavior, are rare. The next statement is to be be cautious in what you say and make good in your word. Again, there's this emphasis on the importance and the value of speech. This is again in contrast to glib speech, clever tongues, people who just say things because they want to look smart, because they want to look clever, because they want to be charming, because They want to be followed. Those are the people you want to avoid. Those are the people who will ultimately become bad friends to you. So the second statement is be cautious in what you say and make good on your word. Again there is an emphasis on speech. This is in contrast to those who practice lip speech, who speak with a clever tongue, those who say things in order to increase their popularity, to appear intelligent, to gain followers, to be charming, all of these, th- all of these things a person does in order to benefit himself. Instead you should be a person who is careful about what they say because your words have real value, real meaning, and when you say something it can be counted upon. That is very important for you to be taken seriously in general. People who talk much end up not being taken seriously. Not because of the amount or volume of speech that they engage in, but rather because all this speaking goes beyond what they know to be true or what they can live up to. So they keep talking and talking and talking and eventually they will start saying things that are not true or they can't fulfill in their own behavior. So limit your speech to what is true, what is valuable, and Limit what you say to to that which you can fulfill such that you become more than a dependable person, you become the kind of person that everybody pays attention to when he does have something to say. So be cautious in what you say, make sure it's true, and make good on your word. If you blabber and you start saying things that are not true, all this goodwill that you've accumulated, all of a sudden, in a second, in a moment of realization, all that goodwill disappears. Because people start to believe in you and then one day they say, well, what he said is completely false. percent of what he said about this topic is not true, and then they start to think well what else have I believed in him because he said it, that he apparently made up, and this is how you lose credibility. Okay, the next thing that is stated is interesting, broadly care for the masses but feel a particular affection for Ren persons. I'm glad this distinction is made. It is important for a person to broadly care for others, for the masses, of the multitudes, the common people, the common man, broadly care for them. But don't get so lost in this that you fail to distinguish between the typical person out there who is uncultivated, who is unwise, who is lacking in virtue. Don't forget that this kind of person is different from the man of virtue, the man of noble humanity, the Ren person. Ren persons are much more accomplished. Ren persons are those who are dependable. Ren persons are what human beings ought to be. So you should feel a particular affection, a particular magnetism, towards being drawn towards a red person. Some people get lost and fixated on this ideal of equality. The correct way to understand something like equality is that equality is not to be found in reality. What is valuable about a notion similar to equality is the idea that uh, everybody, or at least most people, deserve a certain fundamentally basic level of dignity. Everybody. But beyond this basic level of dignity, Uh, You shouldn't be treating everybody similarly because people are not the same. People are not the same. There are certain things you elevate and appreciate people for and certain things that you should ignore. If they have more money, this should not be important in assessing a person. If they are highly virtuous, if they are trustworthy persons, if they are wise persons, Uh, if they have an understanding of morality and they follow that, that's what makes a person a higher human being than somebody who does not. So this belief um, of equality uh, is a fixation. People get too wrapped up in it. They don't see something that's more important, that we praise those for being better and we don't praise those who aren't, who didn't make something of themselves, who didn't cultivate themselves, who didn't change who they are from what they were born as. So a person should broadly care for the masses but feel a particular affection for Ren persons. Part of broadly caring for the masses can mean to teach and to educate people and bring them up to the level, help them grow to the level of being a Ren person, to grow and cultivate that Ren within them. Now, all of this should give you a lot of difficulty. It is not easy to be filial. It is not easy to be differential in public, especially in a culture that has gone so haywire like ours. It's hard to be cautious in what you say. This is why I am no rush to speak, and I could say a lot of things that are very bombastic, that are very attention-grabbing some people are pretty good at this they're promoters they're marketers these guys are like guys like Donald Trump they can really talk about how great they are or how great the uh, product or service uh, they're selling is how great that company that they're uh, creating is they can really hype up a lot of people that's easy to do you just need to Uh, Well, essentially just it helps to have a lack of shame. It really does and I'm not I just don't want to single him out. I mean, he um, he's very good at promoting and marketing, Uh, so is Vince McMahon, Um, but so are a lot of other people. Obama was very good at promoting himself. Uh, so it's not, you know, I don't want to pick on just one person or another. The point is, um, it's it's hard to be cautious in what you say. It's hard to say things um, of accuracy, of truthfulness, of meaning. Even when you're sincere, it's hard to figure out the exact words that are correct to use. And once you make promises, it's hard to live up to your word because life is chaotic, life is difficult, and life is tiring. And so as a result, it's just easier to not live up to that promise, to not live up to your standards, to forget that you had um, an appointment to keep with a friend, to push that off, um, to make last minute changes to the schedule, et cetera, et cetera. It's simply easier to do that. And of course, it's hard to care for the multitudes of people. I like the word multitudes more than masses or the common people, because uh, there are a lot of people out there and they have different situations in life. Some of them are, are small business owners. Some of them are factory workers. Some of them work in offices. Some of them are uh, trial attorneys and some of them are uh, doctors and um, you know, everybody has their own situation, but ultimately what defines the multitudes or the masses or the common man is that they don't have significant political power. In other words, the decisions they make are really for themselves and their own family and not so much for the entire country. And that's what makes uh, people like uh, probably you, um, the listener, uh, but me, certainly, I'm just, uh, ultimately, I'm just a commoner. Confucius, he's a commoner, Um, he's a well-educated commoner, and he's a highly virtuous commoner, but that's his social situation in life, uh, that of being a commoner. So it's very hard to care for the multitudes. There's so many people out there, and you have to really be conscientious to care about the multitudes. Is your action going to be helping people in general or is it going to make things worse? If you become a doctor, is it really going to help a lot of people? Or are you just going to get a job that somebody else could have fulfilled just as well as you uh, were able to because doctors get paid a lot and get a lot of respect in society? Are you really helping the multitudes or are you just securing something good for yourself and your family? Uh, Same thing if you're an engineer. Are you really helping people by helping create this product or are you actually making society worse when everybody spends more time online? um, uh, Being distracted, you know, or if you're in the social media realm Are you really helping people have better friendships more rich relationships? Or are you just watering it down or causing miscommunications to happen more frequently or Make giving them the illusion they're keeping up with each other when in fact they haven't actually spoken a real word um, in years and they're just kind of checking each other's profiles. You know what I mean. Uh, broadly caring for the masses is very difficult. And then feeling a particular affection for Ren's persons. This also means being drawn to them, learning from them, being friends with them. This also takes a lot of energy. Being friends with a Ren person um is rewarding of course but you're not just there to be a parasite you're not just there to take advantage of this guy's wisdom to just uh, get a helping hand whenever you need you need to also help that person and you also need to improve improve yourself to become a more red person all this takes a lot of strength so if you have any strength after this now you can improve yourself through study and this 1.6 gets Uh, connects really well with 1.7 when this says basically uh, education is not really about things like a degree or formal education where you know you get an official diploma at the end um, taught by professors that are paid a lot of money. Um, That's not really what the point of it of an education is. The point of an education is just simply to become a better person. So if you can do all this, be a good family person, be a good uh, person in public. Live up to, wor- to your word. Be cautious in telling the truth. Caring for the people in general, and following the path of noble persons. If you can, if you really have strength after this, now you can study. But don't be the kind of person where all they do is read philosophy, and they go, hmm, interesting. That was really interesting. Then they put down the book. They move on but their heart doesn't change. You're here listening to this because you want yourself to change. And therefore your life becomes better, richer, more beautiful, and your family's life becomes better, richer, and more beautiful. And you can understand beauty deep more deeply. You can see things that other people cannot, and many of those things are things of beauty, and they really make your life a lot more richer happier, more fulfilled.